0: Special edition of Hobnails, Hoops, and High Cheddar, a podcast by everyday fans for everyday fans. We are currently doing interview sessions with every Sevier County high school basketball team. In this episode, Christian interviews Blake Carr and Greg Hernandez of the Seymour Eagles and Lady Eagles. Check out what they have to say about their teams and their tournament outlook for the next couple of weeks.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hobnails, Hoops, and High Cheddar. This is Christian, and on tonight's special episode, we are hosting both of the Seymour High School boys and girls coaches, and first up with me, I have Coach Blake Carr. Blake, how you doing?
0: Pretty good, man. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you coming on and doing this and talking with us and looking forward to get a little insight on your team and seeing how things are going this season. So we'll uh, we'll just start off with a little bit of uh, a coaching and playing background. I, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, you are a Seymour alumni. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, all right. You want to tell me a little bit about your time at Seymour, maybe afterwards and your playing career and how, how you got back into coaching?
0: Yeah, um, I actually graduated at Seymour High School in 2004. Um, after uh, Seymour, I went to Hawassi and played two years of junior junior college ball. Uh, and then I went to Lee's McRae in Better Up North Carolina and played some Division two ball for two years. Um, and honestly, I didn't – I didn't plan on coaching. I enjoyed being around it, and I loved playing the game. Um, started coaching some AAU and just kind of fell in love with it. Um, this, it's not the same, like, intensity as playing, but you still get a rush from coaching. And once I got done playing, I was I was missing that, and um, coaching kind of gave me that. So I started coaching AAU, uh, ran into Randy Moore, yeah. and he asked me to help him at Halls High School and I started coaching at Halls High School for a while and it's just been going ever since, working on 11 years.
1: Awesome, yeah. Is, now, is Seymour, was Seymour your first head coaching job, is that right? Yeah, Seymour was my first head job. Okay, how long how long have you been at Seymour now?
0: Oh, let's see, it's my fourth year as a head coach and I was there three years with uh, Tony Beal as an assistant.
1: Gotcha, yeah, I think you started literally the year after I graduated, I think it was your, was your first year. So I just, just miss you there. But uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about your team this year. Uh, I know the the season's kind of coming close to an end here. I'm curious, what what was your team this year improved on the most from, you know, spring practice of last year to today?
0: Well, we've uh, finally got healthy. (laughs) What's the biggest thing for us has been um, I know last year we were playing freshmen and sophomores on varsity. We were basically a JV team playing a varsity schedule. Uh, just young and just trying to fill in the holes. Uh, this year, had some high hopes because we all had varsity experience, kind of got the new district, thought, you know, hey, we might be making some noise. Uh, had a transfer kid coming from Alcoa, but he wasn't yeah. eligible. Uh, start off the year, ran into a hard William Blunt team, a good Union County team. I'm like, trying to catch a break here to kind of get going. Then we had a kid go out with concussion, a kid go out with COVID, starter go out with an ankle, and then now here we are, basically playing sophomore guard, sophomore guard, all over again, and we're just trying to survive pretty much until we get to a point. And we, I think this year I've had all my kids for I think three games now. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's it's been getting healthy has been the best thing for us right now, and I think we're honestly finally starting to play well together trying to find our roles which you know you wish you could do that like you know 15 20 games ago yeah uh but you know later's better than never so i think we're starting to realize what we're capable of doing and kind of understand who we are as players um and it helps me on to have a little depth and to have some of these guys back too
1: yeah well i mean if you're if you're gonna get hot or get things rolling you you, you pick the right time i mean you're, you're <laughs> yeah let's, you're,
2: let's you're,
1: hope you're, so yeah, you're right, right in your term time. So, that's, I mean, hey, regular season doesn't matter once you kind of – once you get into that, just got to, you know, just got to win a couple games, you're, you're rolling at that point. So, what do you uh, – on this team, I know you've had, like you said, you've had a lot of different injuries and things, you know, holding you back. You've had some guys you had to play. But what do you – who do you consider some key players for this team and, and why specifically do you, you consider those guys key players?
0: Uh, I mean, right now we've been relying on our guards pretty heavily to kind of maintain us even though last night um, Stan Pennington really stepped up and hit a big shot for us to win the game, um, senior post player there. But um, we've been relying a lot on, like, Cam Szilagyi, which is our sophomore guard. He's been having to play point for us most of the year. Um, he's taking a lot of heat from me. I have to, like, tell myself that, hey, he's just a sophomore. He's going to make mistakes. But at the same time, it's like he's been thrown into the fire. Uh, but he's been handling it pretty well. Uh, Connor Hilton – He's another junior wing. He's our uh, tallest guy, 6'4", most athletic. Um, he hurt his ankle earlier in the year, but he's finally getting healthy, good lefty. Um, he's, since he came back from the ankle injury, I think his average has jumped four or five points per game. Sister are up, rebounds are up. He's just our overall just like best athlete. Um, uh, our transfer from Alcoa, he got eligible at Christmas. He's finally getting back in the groove, like back into basketball shape. Um, That's Eli Williams. Uh, He's not got his shot. His shot's still a little off, but he takes a lot of the pressure off ball handling-wise. We're running basically a four-guard system now, Uh, pushing tempo and things like that. But, I mean, our glue guys, really, I mean, Stan Pennington, a big guy in the middle, you know, 6'3", he's physical and bruiser. Uh, Bryce Chapman's our senior guard only senior guard we have, and scrappy. I mean, it's really by committee with this team. I was like, any given day, we could have someone go off, be our leading scorer, be a leading rebounder, and that's that's kind of what I like right now about us is, you know, we, we've we kind of got each other's backs, and there's not really just one player that, like, stands out that, I mean, you know, that's our, our main go-to, and we have some that are going to shoot the ball better than others, but, you know, we kind of feed off each other.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now, I've, I've gotten to see you play a couple times this year and gotten, uh, didn't know a lot of your players but beforehand. Uh, I did, I did know Eli, I know him, so that was cool to see him finally get eligible and get going. And I can tell he's already, he's already kind of gotten back into it a little bit. You know, those first couple games were a little tough. You could tell it had been a while since he played a, you know, real game. But yeah, I can see, I mean, just about, I think every game I've seen, it's, it's like you said, it's been a different guy, you know, kind of leading the way or, or, you know, scoring the most points or, you know, taking over on defense. So, so yeah, I got a pretty, pretty widespread team there with that. What do you, what do you consider some of your, uh, your unsung heroes? Someone who, you know, doesn't necessarily fill up the stat sheet, but does all the little things, right. You know, it's one of those guys that maybe, you know, uh, the average fan doesn't necessarily understand what what he's doing that, that helps, but you can see it in film and you know, it and you, you know, and and it's key to the the team.
0: I mean, I think Brendan Harris is, I think our, our glue guy and kind of leader, um, he hasn't played since middle school. You know, he's the bruising tailback for the football team, linebacker. Um, he came out this year. I mean, uh, you know, Clayton Ogles, his brother-in-law. So, I don't know if he wanted to just come out and hang out with Clayton. But um, he came out, and he's he's embraced his role. Like, he in practice, he's physical. He plays hard. He's nonstop. And uh, he's kind of turned into, like, a leader in practice uh, also, before games, he leads us through all of our stretches, our warmups, all that stuff. I don't have to say anything. I'm like, you ready, Harris? He takes over. So, like, he's kind of stepped into that that role. And then in the game, you got this bruising tailback. You know, he's 220 pounds, but he's only like five foot seven, <laughs> and he's having to play post, and he's leading us in charges. He is taking the most charges on the team. Wow. So, a kid that is used to dealing out pain and punishment is taking the most charges and he might play two minutes in a game or he might play 20 minutes in the game and he's going to be active. He's going to be intense and he's going to be a great teammate no matter what. And like people don't see that and they don't notice that a lot of people just look at, you know, minutes played, shots taken, points, but like, you know, you have to have that type of player on your bench and on your team. He's kind of like the glue guy. He holds us together. So I think he's kind of like our surprise. You know, he's definitely a surprise for me because first year since middle school, wasn't sure what he was going to be able to do. But, I mean, I'm so glad he came out.
1: Awesome. Yeah. You you know, it's interesting. You know, you you see those guys, the football guys that haven't played basketball since middle school for a while. You know, you get those every year. You get some senior football guys who – you know, they're playing times over and then they decide, you know what, I want to play a little more, do something different. So they, they come out to basketball and you never know how it's going to (laughs) go. I saw some guy, I saw some guys every year and we had some that literally quit before spring practice. And, you know, before he ended the week, the one week of spring practice, or I had some that, like you said, you know, stepped up, kind of surprised everybody fought for minutes that, you know, weren't, weren't guaranteed, you know, in the summertime and ended up being a huge part of the team going forward. So that's pretty cool. Good for him. That's, that's awesome. Uh, I was kind of, I was surprised to see him come out and it looks like he's, you know, he's made a, he's made a name for himself doing that too. So that's awesome. So yeah. uh, we, we, we alluded to it earlier a little bit. You're, you know, you, you got it coming off a big win last night. You know, hopefully things are kind of rolling just in time for tournament time. So as we, as we enter tournament time, uh, what are your, what are your expectations? What are your goals? Where are you, what are you thinking?
0: I mean, I think every coach's goal is to win. I mean, you want to win. You like oh, you. Yeah. You want to have that mentality for your players. You come in there expecting the win, so they have the same mentality as you. Um, I think our district tournament's at Seymour, which, you know, that's great. We're at home. Uh, we just got a big home win. We've had really good crowds the last couple games. So, I think the students are behind us. Parents are behind us. Um, the kids kind of got a taste of that win at home last night. Now, hopefully, they like it and they want to do some more. Um The big thing is we want to keep rolling. We got Heritage and we got Pigeon Forge coming up. It'd be nice to get a couple more wins coming in before we play Carter. Um, And then I think once you get in that tournament, anything can happen. I mean, Northview's huge. I mean, they got the biggest lineup, and they're going to give us the hardest time inside. Gibbs, we beat earlier in the year, we match up pretty well with. Um, Carter, honestly, size-wise, we match up pretty well with. We just got to be able to control their athletes and their shooters. So, like I said, we get in there and we get hot, hit some shots, you know, we limit turnovers, anything can happen. And I think that's the kind of belief that we have as a team and from our coaches is like, hey, we just got to be in the game. If we're in the game, we're going to win this thing.
1: So, that's kind of how we feel. Awesome. Yeah. No, you got to have that mindset. You're right. Obviously, you got to win. And it's going to come in handy having that at home. And hopefully, you guys get, a, you know, some extra – these last few games, get some extra practice, to get things rolling. Um, that's that's most of the questions I have about your team. I have one more question, so <laughs> completely unrelated to to this year's team. Uh, I just want to know, you know, how it was coaching my little brother Taylor Britt.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's a hard question. No, actually, <laughs> i I enjoyed playing, I enjoyed coaching Taylor. Um, I got to like really coach him in JV because I was like his head JV coach. And I got to see him with his group. I enjoyed – he had a really good group of, like, you know, kids and yeah. now young men. It makes me feel old when I see him. Oh, man, I, he came – I watched him walk by the gym the other day and we we're in warm-ups. I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting old. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you like, just, like – it brings you back. And you're like, oh, that's only a couple of years ago. No, coach, that was seven years ago or whatever it was. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed Taylor. Um, I wish he had stayed healthy the whole time. I know he tore his ACL yeah but um he had that rainbow shot you, <laughs> you could you could time his shot with like an hourglass on how long it would stay in the air but he would he would hit it He would go in <laughs> and he would hit some tough shots it's like one of those shots like oh go no 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 bad no good shot taylor like that type of deal and uh i mean as a coach you know he frustrates you with that but you need shot makers like every coach needs a shot maker, and he would hit shots, and that's huge. Even after the ACL, you knew he wasn't 100%, and you knew like it was hurting him, but you know, he still came out and played and gave everything he had. He would take charges, which is another one, coaches love that. So, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed him, I enjoyed having him as a player. But I mean, I had a kid, I had a freshman right now, he shoots a three. And it's got a rainbow on it. And the first thing I said is, that shot looks like Taylor Britt's." <laughs> and it goes in. And it goes. But it's got arch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He uh, he always, you know, it's interesting. I think his game kind of uh, started almost kind of molding after me just because he kind of grew up watching me. And And unfortunately for him, I was a very short, skinny, small guard, and he ended up being like you know one of the tallest guys in his class so he was trying to play like a short skinny guard and wasn't until his junior year so he finally was like you know what i'm gonna try to use every bit of this 200 pounds i've gotten
0: he he had a a frame on him yeah shoulders and
1: everything i I mean it was forever trying to tell him i was like man you're you're way bigger than i was you gotta you gotta be physical man you gotta you know go earn those points down low like you know and so yeah i think once he embraced that in addition to having a pretty nice shot he finally got things rolling I mean, it's like you know the Seaman. So, yeah, you
0: gotta <laughs> kind of right. embrace that. Yeah. But yeah, he had a he had a big frame. He was one of the bigger guys in that group that came through. And like, yeah, he got thrown into that like four roles. Hey, listen, you're big. You better go bang with these big boys. And he wanted to shoot threes.
1: So, but you're right.
0: Once he embraced <laughs> it, he it was he was harder to guard because now he's got guard skill set playing like the four position.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me and, and, and do this interview. And uh, I know you, I think senior senior nights this Friday. Is that right? Yes,
0: sir. It is.
1: It's pitched Forge. Yep. I think I'll be at that game so I get to watch y'all play a little bit more. And uh, best of luck to you come term, tournament time. And congratulations out of the big win last night. I appreciate it. And you got anything else you want to add before we drop off? No, just thank
0: you. Hopefully, we'll see you there Friday and hopefully
1: we don't disappoint. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Hey, appreciate it, guys, and you going. You too, body To the second part of this two-part episode for the Seymour Eagles basketball coaches, I've now got uh, the girls' varsity head coach, Greg Hernandez, with me. How's it going, Greg?
2: Good, good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, no, I'm doing great. I appreciate you coming on. This is, this is pretty cool and. Hopefully, we'll you know get some insight from you, get to spread it out a little bit, and cause a little buzz right here before tournament time. So I appreciate you you joining us.
2: Hey, no problem at all. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll just kind of start out with a little bit of background. I, I know if, if I've done my research correctly here, you're you're originally from Miami, is that right?
2: Yes, sir. Born okay. and
1: raised. Yeah, so I played high school there, and then came over to to Maryville College right out of high school. Is that right?
2: Yep, came. Uh... In 2006, came to Maryville College, um, played all four years at Maryville, uh, graduated in 2010.
1: Okay. Did you play with Alex Bowers in that time?
2: Yes, I did. Alex was a junior and senior my freshman and sophomore year. Gotcha. Okay. Well, cool. Good deal.
1: That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, you'll have to tell me, how how was it playing with with Bowers? You know, I had, I had Bowers as a coach my freshman year. That's how I first met him. And uh, we've talked a little bit, you know, since the podcast has started up as well. I'm curious how it was playing with him. No, it was
2: great playing with Alex. Obviously, Alex is, a, you know, has been a friend now for the last 15, 16 years. Um, you know, a, a super competitor, um, led by example, guy that just worked hard, competed, and expected the most out of his teammates. Um, You know, just... Just and also a fun guy to be around, Um, you know, took it seriously when when it was, you know, stuff was important, but then also knew how to bring people together. And, um, you know, he's just a great teammate to have and obviously a friend that I've had
1: for the last 15 years. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, you also had some time playing professionally overseas. You want to tell me a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I got an opportunity. At, when, I, when I graduated from college, I thought I was done. You know, I told Coach Lambert at the time, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this. Um, I want to go to work, you know, get started. I, I worked for about 18 uh, – about for a year, and I said, you know what? This isn't really all that much fun. <laughs> uh, I said – so There, I had a couple opportunities um, to go to a couple different camps and exposure events for guys that were graduating or – um been away from the game and went to a couple of those did really well get, got myself an opportunity to play in the English league um, for 2 years um, my first year I lived in Wales and then my second year I lived in England I lived uh we were, I was in I was in London my uh, second year it was just a great experience you know nothing you know I wish I could say I made a ton of money I didn't but I definitely have a lot of life experiences from it um, and something that I'll never, you know, you know, I know people are like, Oh, whatever about it. But, you know, I, it's something I take, uh, have a lot of pride in um, something that I'm very proud about. And, uh, you know, I hope all kids get an opportunity to, you know, if they're good enough to do something like that, because the experiences that you get outweigh the financial <laughs> sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, you, you, I mean, definitely, I would take, I'd take tons of pride in that. I mean, you were you were a professional basketball player at that point. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So we'll we'll get talking about uh, about your your girls' team this year and and where they're at. So I know you you obviously have a, a lot of talent on this team. I know it's a, a lot of your talent's a little bit younger talent, but what do you who do you consider some of your your key players this year on this team, and and why specifically do you consider them your key players?
2: You know. it's it's funny, um, you know, yeah, we are young. I've got five sophomores out of my top eight. Um, But, you know, when you say key contributors, you know, everybody's had – everybody's kind of had their nights. Everybody's contributed in their own ways. I think that's what's made us – pretty special as a group because it's not any single night that you're expecting Emma Watson or Caden Russell or Bailey McCoy to do a lot of the heavy lifting um, because we're very balanced one through eight in regards to it could be Kaylin Jarvis's night. It could be, you know, Brielle Turner doing, you know, so, you know, it's, it's a fun group to coach because they play so hard. They compete so hard. Um, and, You know, but it it all starts with Emma Watson, our senior, and her ability just to be a spark plug. You know, Emma is one of those kids that you can kind of be like, well, she hasn't really done anything here in the last two, two, like, you know, four or five minutes. And then she'll have about a minute and a half spurt where you're like, well, she just scored seven points. She's got two steals and she's caused half, you know, she's got a couple deflections. And uh, then you got Bailey McCoy, kind of, you know, just a junior that does a lot for us, a lot of dirty work. Guards a lot of the bigger girls from bigger uh, teams um, and then also does a lot of scoring inside, you know, just mixes it up a ton for us. Brielle Turner, a girl that, you know, her stats never wow you, but in regards to points and rebounds and assists, they're never super, super high numbers, but somebody that does. A lot for us in regards to offensive rebounding, defense, guarding the best defender on the, the best offensive player on the other team, and um, just being somebody that we can count on to give us that energy and effort. And then, you know, my sophomores with Caden Russell having to take over the point guard responsibilities from Macy Pittner that graduated last year. Um, she's done a great job in running our offense, getting us into stuff. Um, she's grown in it each and every game. That she's played, Jaden uh, Cummings, another sophomore, you know, just a great athlete and can really, you know, one night she may not give you a lot, but then against a lot of the better opponents that we play on our schedule, she really does a good job showing up and playing well. And then I've got two sophomores that come off the bench, and Kaylin Jarvis, who is our second leading scorer at the moment. Just a girl that's really grown a ton from her freshman and sophomore year. Didn't play a lot last year. No, you know, physically she's grown. And as a basketball player, just adding a lot more to her game, being able to finish around the rim. And then causes a ton of havoc defensively, but she's so long. And then Kaylin Schultz, um, another sophomore that just, you know, comes off the bench and just gives us some she's, – she's hit some pretty big shots throughout the year. In some pretty big games, you know, I can look at a couple she made against Sevier County at home to help us speed up, beat them Um, at Sevier County the second time. Then she hit one or two against Northview both times. Uh, You know, just every girl each night, I expect so much from all of them to contribute that we
1: don't really rely on one person. We rely on the group to really get the job done. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm listening there, and you're going one by one, and, and I'm thinking, you know, I hear sophomores, sophomores. So, I mean, five out of your eight are sophomores. You know, normally when you've got five out of your top eight as sophomores, you, you know, you're probably you're probably in the bottom half of your district. You're probably struggling. You know, not going to make it to you guys are rolling right now. I mean, you guys, I mean, props to you. I think if I'm not mistaken, you just you just cleansed the district. I think last week. Is that right?
2: Yeah, we finished. Uh, we clinched the district uh, regular season. Uh, championship, um, had two tightly contested games with Northview. Um, we were able to pull them both out. Um, you know, we'll have – we'll possibly play Northview again sometime in the near future, you know, either district championship and then again in the region. Um, but, yeah, that, you know, what what makes – you know, the, the good the, – the thing that separates this sophomore class from other sophomore classes is – and the groups that I've had in the past from when I started, just physical and like their physicality and how much bigger they are than your typical sophomore. You know, Jaden and Jaden and Kaden, you know, they look like seniors, you know, I mean, in regards to physical, how big they are, strong. Kalen Jarvis, you know, and, you know, across the board, we're not super big. But we've just got girls with good size, good strength, good bases that just allow them to be successful at this level.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think if if I'm if I saw something the other day about this, I think it was the first time that the Seymour girls had clinched the district since 2008, which is which is pretty wild. Do you, do you know if that's right? Is it since 2008 that
2: is what I was told. that that is what I was told. Um, that was, that is what I was told um we've done a couple we've done a couple of few that you know we did that that was the first time we clinched a regular season since 2008 and then also the first time we swept severe county in the regular season since
1: 2006. Wow yeah I mean I, I was in school from 2010 to 2014 and I can remember the girls they were they were under coach Stallings at that time and were a pretty pretty mean group you know mean group of girls I mean they were always doing well and you know, towards the top of the district. So it was surprising to see that it'd been that long since they clinched the district and pretty crazy you guys are doing it as, as young as you are. So that's that's pretty awesome. I, I saw a couple of weeks ago, I believe, against I think it was against Carter, you all went on a thirty eight to nothing run at some point in the game after the first quarter. Is that right?
2: That yeah, that's right. It was um you know, it was a it was a pretty sloppy, ugly first quarter. We were tied 11-11. Um, girls just came out a little flat, um, weren't sharp to start. And then we, you know, we finally started to to defend, contain the ball, and um, just did a good job limiting it to one shot. And, you know, is that something you see every day? No. I didn't – I had no idea we were even in the middle of it. Um, I didn't find out till after when they asked me about it, and I, I – I I was kind of in shock. Yeah. Um, But, you know, this group this group has done you know, this group has done that to a lot of teams this year. Not that not those kind of runs, but just the defensive effort in regards to keeping teams to under forty points or under thirty points. And, you know, and some really good teams. You know, Severe County scored in the seventies multiple times and in the two games against us, they only scored seventy total. Um, you know, GP's done the same thing. Yeah. They beat us twice, but we still only held them to, you know, 75 points in the two games we have played. Um, same thing with Northview, you know, so we, you know, defensive, we, we pride ourselves on defense and then, you know, cause I, I feel like if we can, you know, if we can defend and then get out and transition, I think that's where we're, we are best. Um, that's where we're best at.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you think of a long, like a big run like that, I mean, you there's no way you're going to run unless you're you take pride in your defense. You're not, you know, making that a priority because anyone can score 38 points and, you know, in a quarter and a half or whatever, two quarters, whatever it is, but to hold them to zero, I mean, a good varsity team, that's, that's, that takes some effort there and definitely some transition to get the points up. So that's impressive. I'm curious, you know, obviously, I'm sure you, you probably thought going into this year that, you know, you had a pretty good chance to to do well within the district and come term in time. What do you think from, you know, since spring practice, uh, last year to today, what do you think this team specifically has improved on the most?
2: You know, I've, you know, honestly, when we first started the year in you know, in the summer, we did a good job. You know, obviously the summer is a lot different when you're playing in those play dates and stuff like that. It's really wide open. There's not, there's not too much going on. There's a lot more experimenting than there is anything else. We had a very successful summer. Um, and then when we got into the fall and into the, to start of the year, you know, preparing and planning on what we were going to try to do differently offensively or, um, you know, the biggest thing I was worried about, was like, man, we you know, we just graduated, you know, 18 points a game with Macy, uh, you know, and then another combined 10 to 12 points with my other two seniors. And I'm thinking, where are these points going to come from? And you know this group is just, you know, they just they've done everything so far together, and that that's one area that, you know, I think at times some of my other teams have struggled with, and this team's done the best at that is just staying together, trusting, trusting what we're trying to do collectively, and and focusing on team success, because you know I try to tell them I said girls, a lot of people don't remember the individual, a lot of people yeah, they'll remember the individual accolades, but they'll remember the teams and the teams that win and teams that go far. And, um, you know, so that's been our, that's been our biggest focus, but then obviously, you know, where, where are we going to score? That was our biggest, you know, my biggest concern, but, you know, we've gotten it from so many different, we're so balanced, you know, Emma averages 11 Bailey and Caden average about eight Jarvis averages eight Uh, Caden and and Schultz average about six and a half to seven. Yeah, Brielle averages about four and a half. You know, so we're just so balanced that you know, that's kind of taken away the worries of like where are we going to score and like where where we were to start the year to where we are right now. Yeah.
1: Well, obviously, like like we've talked about, you're you're rolling right now. You you're, you've clinched the district. You know, you're gonna you're gonna start the tournament with that one seed. Uh, what you know? What is? What are your expectations now that we're approaching tournament time? What are your What are your goals? What do you think this team's ceiling is? And you know, what are you thinking with just a you know a few games before we start tournaments?
2: You know, I think you know. You try not to get you know. I you know. I try to tell the girls we're not really. Fo- we're, you know, we try not to focus so much on where we want to go, but on what we have to do each and every day, just to make sure that we continue to play. You know, you're only after friday you're only guaranteed so many games and then after that you got to buy them you know and you buy them with your play and your effort and and stuff so you know obviously you know we would love to win a district championship we'd love to advance in the region you know and just we really just want to continue to have the chance to play good basketball and enjoying our time together and making this as as memorable as we can make it you know i don't i don't want to say that I, dead set on winning a district or dead set on going to the re you know it, i just you know heck i was more worried about how do we practice today in preparation for tomorrow as opposed to what we're going to do you know next week yeah. and
1: beyond that's awesome well yeah i definitely think you guys you've got a great chance to to go pretty far and uh, i've gotten to i've only gotten to watch a, a couple of games this year from you guys i've caught caught the tail end of a few here uh i, I got to see the i caught the end of Northview at Northview. Um, when you guys were down pretty late and had a pretty crazy comeback, a super intense game. I mean, the crowd was going pretty wild. You know, sometimes it's hit or miss, sometimes with, with the girls' games, you know, when people are showing up. But man, that that crowd was intense. And honestly, I think it got louder and more intense at the end of your all's game than it did for the boys' game, unfortunately, that night. <laughs> no, but- yeah. I mean, we. You know, we've had some pretty good crowds. We've had some pretty good environments. You know,
2: the two – you know, heck, our environment last week with Northview at home, you know, both – you know, I sort of did the gamesmanship with them because they brought the band. So I was like, you know what, our gym's a little bit smaller. Let me bring the band and see how loud we can get in there. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've had some pretty intense games, and and it's been fun. You know, I mean, you're just trying to put yourself in as many positions as that as possible. Just to sort of prepare you for postseason play, and um, yeah, we well, you know, we we've been very fortunate, and you know I'm hoping that we can continue this run.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm going to try to get see as much as I can this this Friday for Senior Night. Uh, get to watch y'all before tournament time, and uh, really appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, and and join the podcast here. And uh, hopefully, we'll you know we'll get to get this out and get a you know get a little insight on your team, spread around, and spread some you know, some awareness for the pod and we, we really appreciate it. And we'll have to have you on again sometime.
2: Hey, no worries. I mean, heck you guys, uh, you guys are on our scoreboard. You know, yeah. you've had, <laughs> you've had free advertising at Seymour and, you know, I, now, I've had to wait about four months to get onto the podcast now, and you know, <laughs> I, you know, I know you're a Seymour guy, but I think it's more the Pigeon Forge and Northview guys you have on your crew that probably kept me off this podcast this long. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it might, It's probably a little jealousy of those guys about uh, it. you know,
2: yeah. all the work, you know, all the translating I've done for Rucker, and you know, <laughs> just being just being a friend to Emory should be enough. You, you would think to get so. onto this podcast, so <laughs> but I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no
1: problem. We appreciate it, man. You have a going, okay. Good luck the rest of the season. Hey, you too. Bye bye. Yeah.
2: Be sure to check out Coach Carr,
0: Coach Hernandez, and the Seymour basketball teams as they compete for postseason championships starting next weekend.